Hello and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. And I'm Jim DeSanto. And today we have... Katie DeSanto. <laughs> That's right. And today we're actually going to be looking back at Commagers 2018, our year-end review show. Uh, most high-budget uh, shows would take the week off and just play a clip show. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But there was no way we were going to make Jim have to go through and uh, find all the clips and put it in. Well, uh, so instead, we're just going to actually say the same things we said in the episodes that we're going to talk about. Well, frankly, I tried, and there were there were not enough clips to fill 15 minutes. So. <laughs> A lot of people would have preferred a 15-minute yeah. episode, I think. Uh, before we get into that, our most pressing question of every episode, uh, what are we drinking and our year-end spectacular? Ooh, what is everybody I am drinking um, this beer, which I'm trying to make the label so you can see it. It's oh, called it. yep. the Flying Moulin, Mouflan, Mouflan from uh, Trogues. Me and Katie went to Trogues while we were in Hershey. And uh, this is a uh, barley wine at ale aged in bourbon barrels and it is quite good um and i'm drinking it brian out of the glass that i bought at widowmaker oh nice yeah, is, where's uh, that that was, it was an awesome glass yeah so you can show uh, you just oh love it quick quick check-in how is the infinity canter decanter doing it's doing good it's like three quarters of the way full All so right. it'll be ready for uh well, for the next uh marvel yeah Unfortunately, they're not calling it Infinity anything, but well, whatever. We, could, we have a spinoff. Yeah. We'd probably be sued if we used it for marketing purposes, yeah. so we can change it slightly. Katie, what do you have uh, to drink tonight? As usual, I'm double fisting, Brian. Yes. Uh, and as usual, I'm still finishing my coffee from this morning. But oh. over winter break, I have been starting every day as necessary with a little shot of the uh, maple cream rum mm. that... Jim brought back from his trip from to Boston. Boston Harbor Distillery. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So jingle all the way. That's been getting me through winter break. And then I'm moving on to my One Hope Pinot Grigio. Cheers. Fantastic. Uh, I am bell. drinking uh, Goose Island uh, Bourbon County Brown uh, brand stout. Oh, it's nice. actually aged in the bottle for five years. Uh, at a whopping 14.7% alcohol per volume. And it's uh, the 2018 edition, and it is delicious. Um, go ahead, Katie. I was just going to ask questions about yes. um, what the the regular, like your average beer, that you know, so like Miller Lite, uh, what's the usual, oh. like A, what is it, APV, ABR, what's uh, alcohol? ABV. That's the one. Uh, the alcohol percentage in that <laughs> yeah. is very low. That's what I thought. I mean, so, so even even like a I, I, IPA would usually be eight, maybe. No, would you that's say? that's or strong. That that's, that's strong. Pretty, so like a, like a normal a normal um, like Miller Lite is like four or less. Mm -hmm. So what I'm asking is uh, one, will you please finish that beer by the end of the podcast? And yes. two, uh, what do we? He do? has a backup ready. <laughs> He's got a backup. There's two well, of them. M Miller Lite oh, is Miller four point two. That's the chaser. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like an IPA. I'm very excited about like drinking a, a regular beer, IPA is I'm probably in the in the seven ish range, seven and then range. like double IPAs can push to like ten or even higher. Thank you for all of that information, gentlemen. I just really wanted to know how drunk Brian was going to get. Tonight. Brian's going to get. Uh, it's toasty. It is the holidays. Yep, it is. It is. As you can see by our little Christmas tree here, which yeah. we huh. are not taking our Christmas tree down early. It's not. No, January it is 1st not yet. yet a fire hazard. It's not we January first. We yet. are. We are keeping it up. We've uh, kept ours right, alive. Time? It is time for fact check. Uh, 
three quick fact check things. None of them. Uh, well, I shouldn't say none of them coming from last week's episode on Christmas vacation. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, one of our most popular social media posts of the entire year uh, was a clip of Katie DeSanto's rant on Aaron Sorkin and the train wreck that was mm -hmm. To Kill a Mockingbird, which it almost made me vomit to see that 60 Minutes did, devoted a whole segment oh, yeah. uh, to it. Even um, worse that people have been giving it rave reviews, which we anticipated, but it's all right. So, we, we know the truth. Katie's gone back to Broadway. I did. That's and good. I am proud and very happy to announce that you had a positive experience. And I was so thrilled when I saw you post a picture about it. And I want to hear all about it. Tell us what it is you saw. Because oh I, I was very jealous when yeah. I saw. Spoiler free, though. Be spoiler free. Spoiler yeah, free. Just give us a okay. yeah. what it was and what you. So um, Jim and I are big fans of Mike Birbiglia. Stand-up comedian, and we have loved him since we discovered him on This American Life, which he frequents. And so this was our opportunity to see him live, plus it was his first show on Broadway. Jim doesn't like me calling it a Broadway show. It is. But it, it is on Broadway. Broadway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and so, you know, he's like a, a story-based stand-up comedian, so this is about his uh, reluctant trip into... Or approaching fatherhood, parenthood, um, it was absolutely fantastic. I, I don't think there are many people who can like successfully captivate an audience by themselves for. It was close to two hours, no, ninety it was minutes, an hour. right? Just one hour. Really? Yeah, just right. about a little over. Anyway, it was phenomenal. It, did, it made I, me. I'm very jealous so because happy. you guys introduced me to him, and yeah. I think he's just he's fantastic. Humble. Go on Netflix if you've never listen to him before because there are there are at least a mm -hmm. couple right are there a couple yeah. currently up there yeah and it's it's worth it in fact every time i see katie she makes me watch the same one she's like you've probably never seen this i'm like i've seen mm -hmm. it five times and yeah we're gonna watch all it again five have been, all so, five have been, yeah. but i never it again. care because it's so it's, it's so good so damn and good. each it's each so one good. gets better than the last and uh but if you if you've never seen him before you should start with thank god for the jokes which was his oh, last so one before this it's on Netflix. It's it's awesome. Yeah, we love him. Perfect. Yay. Love you, Mike Birbiglia. Right. Um, yes, Mike Birbiglia. Amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, number two. Uh, any exciting uh, calm major ask Christmas gifts that mm. anybody could share with us? I know Jim posted a picture that I found fascinating and was very jealous of. <laughs> Which is what? Which one was Your that? Your Harry Potter oh, Lego yeah. set. That was that was Kate, that was Lily's. Yeah. Yes. Well, well you got that. She's, she's yeah, the kid's currently. got some great Christmas. She's gifts. currently yeah. working on it. Yeah. Um, okay. I got a few things. Um, <laughs> I, I, it, me and Katie decided we were just going to do small little things in our stocking, and oh, then, well. and then like a week prior to Christmas, <laughs> that always falls apart. It's like, oh, what do we <laughs> Katie was like, I feel weird I feel not we're getting, not getting you, you something. Right. I feel weird exactly. not we getting you something. Same, now, we have and issue. I said, I said, okay. But when I met, no, no, no. This is my, this is my. It's your turn. Okay, go. I, I said. Okay, well, let's get each other something. And she was like, okay, let's do that. So um, I got I got some things for Katie. And okay. then I got I opened my stocking on Christmas Day. <laughs> Should I say what you got nope. me? No, Wait, can I ask yet. a question? Is one of the things you got for Katie that shaft uh, jacket she's oh, wearing? No. Oh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that. that in a minute. <laughs> it reminds me of Kramer when he was wearing the Joseph. It's not going to last much longer, coat. so we have to talk so, about it soon. So I need to say up front, we're not sponsored by any of these products, but they're, they're great products. I got this Dove 
men care post shave bomb in my oh, stocking. There you go. I also got face lotion. Uh, now that looks like something that was being given out free. You know, yeah. like this is like right, right. Like, it's like the more it's like the free like uh, right. size things yeah. they give out at concerts. Yes, uh, for people who are listening and not watching. And then from Lil, from the Lily and Eva, I got this awesome slot. Which so you got a beanie baby. Yeah. Is again, I'll describe it again because some people just listen to the podcast. You you were given a, a beanie baby that is sold at a supermarket uh, that my three year old Jack constantly tries to grab at when we're on the this, grocery. This line. was sold at CVS while getting oh, the kids flu shots. They decided they wanted to buy this for me. Okay, well, there you go. And um, maybe that's where the deodorant came from. And that as well, that encompasses the the presence from my no, immediate family. Can't crush. <laughs> What? You got a can crusher. Oh, yeah. I also got a can crusher that you mount to the wall and you can crush aluminum cans with. But you usually drink bourbon, which is he not a He drinks a lot of canned seltzer. I do drink a lot of seltzer, okay. so there's that. But that, wow. that I'm going to see if this fits in the can crusher. Um, that does that truly does encompass the, the gift that I received from my immediate family. Wow. That is... Um, I, however... My parents and Katie's parents were very generous and gave me very cool gifts, which ended up in me purchasing this guitar right here. Which one? The this middle one that I'm pointing at. Okay, perfect. Oh, you can't. You probably can't say it. Yeah, it's it. So, but so this we have a new for, guitar for you. Yeah, Again, a new for guitar. Who are listening, uh, Jim has uh, another awesome looking guitar correct um, in the background well that's fantastic now katie what about you so oh yeah what did Jim i get you got me so uh, some, uh diamond earrings two uh, uh two mini jam boxes which okay. i i had been coveting because uh, we carry our jam box all around the house and the backyard and the neighbor's houses uh also new earrings that are so very cool they're like tree of life style like cut out of wood they're awesome um a ruth bader ginsburg descent collar necklace which is phenomenal and uh and then another necklace that has a it's like a two, a two charm situation from this company called bu it's got a sun and a moon to represent the two kiddos because one of them is a night owl and one of them is an early bird uh, really thoughtful gifts. Um, well, do you know, uh, personal hygiene is also I received, Personal hygiene is also important. I received post-shave bomb. Yes, post-shave bomb and, and, and face again, lotion. Again, that is stuff that you are given when you go to and, like a fundraiser. Yeah, these are like, almost small enough to get on a plane. All three of those could be purchased at CVS. Actually, yes. this Not one, sponsor of the show. both of these could go on a plane. They're both below four ounces. Yeah, there you go. Well, um, uh, wait, wait, here's the thing. Actually, what she really, here's your surprise. She really has a, a plane ticket for you, Jim. Those were all just things you could pack in an overnight bag to go to Caddyshack Fest. You're, mm, there you go. You can bring I, all I've, that stuff to Caddyshack Fest. I have Fest. nothing to say for myself. And I, I wish I could say that, like, as as part of my present, I got to pick what she wore on the show tonight. <laughs> and this is now, the outfit she picked that I, I made her wear. Questions. But no. I have a couple of questions about yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Let's get beyond the coat for a second. Uh, for people well, who are listening, the coat looks like something that literally Shaft <laughs> might wear. 
Uh, and then Katie, I think, is also no, currently in training it. to be on the U.S. Luge really, team. Is that long. what that shirt is? It's um, like this shiny material. Okay. It does look like a luge outfit. So like, it is a. F this is a full. This is a mink. I think a mink okay. coat. Where um, did you get that from? This was from somebody me, in our please community. Please tell me that is not like a real. Oh, it's real. And fur. okay, we, we can I, we can tell I, that by the smell have of it. Issues with hipsters because of my attack Ooh. on them for PBR. We do it not is, need uh, PETA after us. Yeah. Um, that is. Yep. Are you so, in training for our race? Is this what this is about? Uh, You're like yes, still getting this ready is, for our race? Listen, so Jim and I were invited to a Halloween costume party where we were supposed to be our like favorite TV characters. Uh -huh. And um, and unfortunately, the party was rained out. And so I had this costume that went to waste, much to my chagrin. And I've been looking for an opportunity to wear it. Hence tonight. Yes. Where, and this show where better perfectly than the end that. of the year com majors? Yeah, you might be asking who who she was. Well, we, yeah, we didn't yes, explain that. So, so I'm one of the lady, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, Zoya oh, the Glow, Destroyer. Yes, okay, mm -hmm. I've never seen it, but I, know I should have a fabulous hat or okay. hair. You know, I only I only went like fifty percent tonight. Yeah, right? and I was going to be have... Mark Marin, and I had pretty awesome aviators and a gray long wig and oh, an Izod like tonight. sweatshirt. Uh, a short polo. sweatshirt. It was a yeah. polo shirt that was made out of like sweatshirt material. It's fantastic. Jim d does not get into the the costumey no. aspect nope. of our podcast. You know, he doesn't he doesn't really get in. Jim that, doesn't that generally aspect. enjoy costuming at all. No, no, uh, that's not. His Thank thing. you, Meg Kinson. I am um, shiny. All shiny, Captain. All shiny. That Captain. sounds like an interesting <laughs> Christmas down there. I got two, <laughs> two exciting things. Uh, I I got the entire Mission Impossible uh, series. What loving person in your life gave somebody, you that, Brian? Someone knows you well. Well, I actually ordered it for myself. And <laughs> and, and had and had Aileen wrap it and give it to me. Yes. Uh, okay. Because, Classic. Because I, I found it on when it was the Cyber Monday sale, so I got mm. it. Instead of paying $160, it was $75. Amazing. So I ordered it immediately. It's fantastic. Uh, but it's all the 4K uh, versions and all the Blu-rays. So I'd be very happy. I have extra Blu-rays if anybody's, because I already have the Blu-rays. Uh, and all the digital, and it's great. And I, uh, the soccer team that I helped coach was nice enough to give me a gift card, so I was able to purchase a 4K player. Um, oh, nice. No cost. Oh, like a DVD player. We don't yeah. even have a 4K what TV. What is 4K? Yeah. What does that mean? What does it do? It's like the better resolution. Oh, it okay. looks very is, nice. Does it make it like a 4D experience? No. Oh. It just means it's, it's 4,000 um, pixels. times brighter than oh. you know. And then uh, in preparation for later in the year, I got this book, Caddyshack, The Making of a Hollywood Cinderella Story. Oh, that's which fun. Is all about the making of Caddyshack. And so that gopher's cute, so. I yes, love a gopher. It's an awesome gopher, so I'm looking forward to reading that. Uh, this is a tissue. I wasn't sad about my Christmas gifts till we started talking about them tonight. I guess I shouldn't talk about how I got a new car Sorry. from Aileen with a bow on it. Oh, stop no, you it didn't. right now. I opened, I did stop not. Stop it right oh. now. Katie That's hates ridiculous. those commercials. Hate ridiculous. Commercials People give cars uh, for Christmas. Right. One other thing from last week. Uh, as part of the show, we talked about uh, Patrick Swayze vote. It was 60-40. It was a close vote. Uh, but the Patrick Swayze movie that we will be doing on the show in a couple of weeks is Roadhouse. Yeah. I love Patrick uh, Swayze. So uh, my mom was up for Christmas and was borderline irate. 
mm. that we refuse to select either ghost or dirty dancing. Um, <laughs> at, at but everybody else seemed to be very excited about either of those choices. I thought Patty, either of you them and were... I can do a podcast and we will look at those. She shoes. has a point. She has a valid point. They're phenomenal. Oh, it's a valid point. Yeah. But I don't think many people want to see two 40 something year old men talking about false ghost. That's false. Yeah. I, I don't know people would love how, it how, how that would work out so we'll be doing that all right so we are I would not also doing... like you to act out ghost the pottery scene uh that will is some weird dream that... what that is the dirty will, dancing that scenes is, also. That, that might happen in your weird chamber of secrets that we talked about in a previous episode mm-hmm. i don't know but <laughs> we'll leave it there uh all right so we're not doing a movie this week again uh we're reviewing all of the uh different movies we've done we started our show back in september so we still did a lot of movies uh Unlike some podcasts, we did not take a single week off since we've started the show. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. We have gone every week since September uh, as we go through here. So we thought what we do is give out some awards, uh, our favorite actors, actresses, yep. uh, a couple other things, and the films that we've watched on the show. Um, and we've ke- kept these hidden from each other. So we, we do not know who the other uh, others have selected and kind of see where we go. So we have a couple categories here. We have favorite actors. Now, we did not do supporting actors or anything like that, so you just allowed to pick your favorite actor, your favorite actress, uh, best director, best cinematography. We don't have to name who the cinematographer is, but the film that we thought was shot the best. um, I'm hoping that you'll fill us in on that. Yes. Best soundtrack slash score. What our favorite film we watched was. And then when I was trying to word this, I didn't want to say least favorite film because I've actually enjoyed all the films we've watched. Uh, So we're we're phrasing it this way. Film I'm least likely to Mm rewatch. Doesn't mean I have to dislike the film or anybody who's been watching them with us. Just the one you're probably not going to rewatch do you want to give a rundown of what we did watch for for those yes. listening well, so i can i can go through um so we started out first with the big lebowski mm-hmm. uh then we did jurassic park and then it was uh something about mary then we did shape of water and then we had uh bad time at the el royale and I'm doing this all. Oh, we forgot about that one. I forgot I'm about that one too. All up uh, top of my head now. Uh, we did Firefly, see uh, the whole series, which yep. is not technically a movie. Um, so no. I personally did not take that into account um, when thinking about this. Uh, we did. Oh gosh, I'm trying to do this all. Up here, my head. I have it here. Hold on. Hold oh, on. I, I can watch that one. Too. I should be I should be better uh, prepared here. Uh, here I have it in order. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Shining, Field of Dreams. Uh, I came down to Philadelphia and we did Ask the Com Majors episode. Yeah. Uh, Creed, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Ex Machia, uh, Hit and Run, Christmas Vacation, and Inception. Yeah. I forgot Inception. I think so you those, got you got them all. Yeah. Those are all our movies. And I got some, a lot of them off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, all right. So why don't we start out uh, first with our favorite actor category. And why uh, don't we let Katie go first? Yes, Katie, who was your favorite actor in a com majors movie this year? Uh, my best actor award goes to the actor that I often confuse with the golfer. Uh, so I still don't know whether I have his name right. Jack Nicholas or J- Jack Nicholson? Not sure. Yeah. I never know. <laughs> I never know which one. Thanks, June. <laughs> there, there you go. One of them golfs, one of them acts. Uh, They're both batshit crazy. Batshit crazy. <laughs> yes. Now, so I have to say it was close, and I, I could do this for each of the categories, between him and Michael B. Jordan. I, sh- I love Michael B. Jordan. But Jack... 
Jack in that movie. It's just it's some other level shit. All right. So that's my that's my uh, award. Brian, who'd you have? I had uh, John Goodman. John, John Goodman as Walter is is when I look at all the roles in the in that that we watched all the actors, um, I had a hard time not picking him. And I, I did have Jack Nicholson as a runner up, but there's something about Walter that is so just ingrained in in everything that I've lived since that movie. It's just I I love it. Uh, I too had John Goodman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look who at the I two thought, of you. It's like your soulmates. I, who I thought was robbed to not even get an Academy Award nomination. Yeah back in the day which is insulting but i too would have picked jack nicholson i think as second i think i would have picked him as my second choice uh i thought he was brilliant uh i also did strongly consider harrison ford as indiana jones yeah because i think raiders of the lost ark is just so amazing Mm -hmm. uh favorite actress Uh, a category which i thought was pretty darn good when i started looking at it um not necessarily that we had a lot of films that were completely female centric, um, but there were some really good performances. Uh, yeah. uh, you want me to start this time and we'll go yeah, back? Go we'll go the other way. All right. So I picked Shelley Duvall in The Shining, um, yeah. who was panned royally at the time, and they said the performance was horrible. But I think, uh, as an a clearly emotionally, probably physically abused woman. Uh, played the character unbelievably. And I think part of the issue was nobody was really talking about domestic violence and things like that in great detail when that film was played Mm -hmm. and didn't have a realization of the psychological trauma and all that. She plays that role perfectly, Mm -hmm. terrifyingly, uh, almost like an emotionally void person who just screams. But it her performance stuck with me more than I think any of the other ones. And there were some good ones yeah. uh, through the year. So I went with um, Sally Hawkins from Shape of Water um, because she was just amazing. And honestly, when I look back, I only came up with three actresses. Um, and maybe that's about the time period that we're doing. But again, like I think I, I think it was it was pretty it was pretty obvious that uh, there were not many strong female characters written in a lot of the movies that we did. Um, but that one, uh, she, in uh, Shape of Water, she was excellent. So I picked her. All right, Katie, what'd you have? Same. I also had Sally Hawkins. Uh, I, I thought her performance was incredible. Uh, just the subtlety, you know, for her to be... Um, a, a mute woman um, so everything she conveyed had to be without words um, uh-huh. I think that that takes some damn good acting and then I had as my, my runner up Alicia Vikander Vikander, oh, yeah, very, Vikander yeah. um, from Ex Machina uh, I thought that pronouncing that, names is a, not a necessity on this and show. I had I Karen it, Allen as a runner up Oh, yeah. I thought Karen Allen was right. So Who's she's Karen? Marion from Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. uh, well, that's one of, you know what, though? Do you know crush. what I didn't? I Not know, really one of my crush. But, no, but she she was a very she strong character. And she, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I, you again, didn't watch that from, again with me. For whatever reason, I didn't take into account, and I should have thought more about um, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, because there were some great there were some great female roles in that, which is obviously the most recent of any of the right. films. And mm-hmm. female 
roles have gotten significantly better written i think mm-hmm. yeah i forget the actress's name she uh, was yeah and she was in windows widows um that yeah. just came out as well she's she fantastic yeah, she was great in that. Um, all right, now this was a I, I thought one of the harder categories of all of them, um, and I think a lot about this. What did you guys think about best director? You want to start? Uh, who go, who's going first? Me? You're starting. Uh, yeah, you go first. <clears throat> I picked. Uh, yeah, this was tough um, because I, a lot of these movies have really great direction, I, as far as I can tell. I, and I, I think Brian, you probably know a little bit more than me where the director line is drawn, but. Uh, I went with Inception with Christopher Nolan Mm. Um, just because that movie is just there's so much about it that is just amazing Um, whether it's the acting the like bringing it all together I had a hard time not picking picking someone from Inception for most of these categories Mm. Um, when I really thought about it Um, and I think that probably goes to Christopher Nolan uh, oh yeah, and his directing. I mean, yeah, I mean he pulls it all together. Yeah. Katie, what'd you think? I went with Stanley for uh, The Shining. I I thought, you know, I I certainly can't speak with a broad scope about movies of that time, but um, you know, watching it now, I I was still just so impressed with like everything the the visuals, the framing of shots, the the use of you know set design, like just wallpaper and lighting and stuff like that and then just the acting itself you know i think anytime you have a child actor that's particularly challenging Uh, especially when it's a horror suspense film um i I don't know i just thought that that movie is perfection and he was my runner-up yeah he was great uh i actually picked steven spielberg for jurassic park Mm mm-hmm no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I was. I wouldn't be. Surprised. I was holding it in. No, no. <laughs> I, I did pick Steven Spielberg for Raiders of the Lost Ark, though, okay. because I think of all the films, it it is the best film for its genre, and that's why I gave him the best director. I think when you think of films of that type, it is the best film. Uh, it's a AFI top hundred film. Uh, I think Kubrick was brilliant in The Shining, but I just don't think it's Kubrick's best film. Mm. But I could easily. What do you have, think uh, is? Uh, I think probably two thousand one. Probably two thousand one. Uh, Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Clockwork Orange is very good in terms of actual sh- um, framing of shots. It might be Barry Lyndon, mm. which is cr- crazy good. But I, I thought Stanley Kubrick was amazing in it. Um, but I thought Steven Spielberg with and it, the my second one was Christopher Nolan and I was kind of torn on the two because um, I thought Christopher Nolan was brilliant in it too. But I just think if you look at Raiders of the Lost Ark in terms of the editing associated with it, the mm-hmm. writing, the all like it kind of became the template for action adventure films for about a decade after, like continuously. Um, so that was my rationale for mm-hmm. that. And I think it, ultimately, I think besides Schindler's List, which is like just mind blowingly good, I think Raiders, um, a lot of what Spielberg has done after Raiders, he almost steals from what he did in Raiders. Mm. And I think that's like an interest. And a lot of people steal from what he did in Raiders. 
you know, like they in like the first Guardians of the Galaxy. There's all these other movies that like it influenced people so much. That's fair. Uh, but I but I, I do think that Kubrick would have been awesome um, choice for The Shining. Um, obviously, Inception and and the Coen brothers with. Yeah. And that's but, you know, I almost feel like that. That's not their best movie. That's not their best movie. And then, maybe that's one of the things I thought of, like of the movies that of a pop culture reference, I think Raiders is Spielberg's best movie. Yeah, I think it's better than uh, any ones. I don't think it's his best movie, but I still it's my favorite of his. But I think which which do you think? I think E.T. culture wise. I think oh, e. you like E.T. Better. better. Yeah. See, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm just not as huge an E.T. guy. Uh, all right. How about best cinematography? Uh, we will not need to name the cinematographer, but just <laughs> vis- but visually. Uh, and this is the thing for me. We might be differing here because I don't count uh, special effects uh, in my classification of mm, sure. Of it. But what do we think, Katie? What would, did you think was the best shot visual film you saw? So this is the category where I felt the least confident. Like I don't I don't know if I can speak uh, strongly to this category, but it just in thinking. Um, from what I remember of the films, I'd go with Shape of Water, just feeling like I was struck by a lot of the the visuals of that movie. And again, I struggle with like what's direction and what's cinematography. But it wasn't you even just remember watching it with you. Those are in tandem, though. I I should be noted. The the cinematographer's job is to really put the vision of the director to the screen. But even watching it with Katie, that you weren't even speaking about the effects of like the monster. Or oh, no. Like no, 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 no. Yeah, no. it was more just the, the way the, the camera movement, the composition and the, the colors and and, mm-hmm. and, and all and that all, stuff. Yeah. And, and the lighting. That's all cinematography. So that's yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, I feel good there now. Go. Uh, I went with uh, Kubrick and The Shining. So did I. Yeah, I I just think that that the way he shoots and I listen. I've become borderline obsessed with it to Aileen's like disgust almost like <laughs> like we watched our annual viewing of love actually i was like i never realized you way they they shot this in this long t-. she's like what the hell are you talking Ryan, about that and movie then, <clears throat> we need to do an episode on that movie no we will that will be next year's it is, christmas it's phenomenal no it is we'll do it as next year's christmas show or do we uh, do christmas in july brian oh we could do oh! christmas in july we could do christmas in july and then we could do national lampoon's christmas vacation 2 mm-hmm. next christmas yeah which yeah. i have ne- which i have never seen um but then we went and saw the favorite the other night and the favorite there was like all these elements of kubrick's barry mm-hmm. linden in it but also they use this crazy six millimeter lens which is like if you remember the shining when they were in the hedge and it felt like really yeah. fish eye yeah, yeah. But so that was an eight millimeter. So they even went two millimeters lower for the favorite. And Aileen's like, I didn't notice it. What are you talking? I'm like, oh, I guess I'm watching. Yeah. She's like, why are you watching Love Actually talking about this long, like the Laura Linney scene, which I never realized was all one continuous take. Oh, they yeah. crane up into it. The mm-hmm. whole thing is one take and it's like six minutes long. Uh, but Kubrick, the set, I, I like Shape of Water as well. And I think the thing that put Shining over is the fact that I know that part of the shape of water was obviously influenced by Kubrick well, and the I, use of steady cam. And I have to be honest. Of- 
I had The Shining for both of those categories originally, and and then I felt like I needed to divide it. So I, I agree because I almost <laughs> I almost had Kubrick, and I was like, the thing I liked the most about the film was Kubrick's cinematography. So I put somebody different in yeah. the director. Category. I had uh, I I had The Shining as well, but uh, a close second for me was Ex Machina, mm. um, and I just love the way that movie looks. Um, and I love how they... That's f- Rob Hardy. He's a great DP. Yeah, I love how they focus on specific... Uh, specifically in the beginning, the first scene, how they're basically telling you that nothing in this in this shot is really important other than uh, Donald Gleason, And, mm-hmm. like, everything's kind of fuzzy around him. And then you get to, like, the bunker, and it's kind of crystal clear, and the colors change, and there's a lot of dark... Areas and yeah, and he does tons of what they call lens flares. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of like yeah, yeah the JJ Abrams. Things. Yeah, well, the thing like shooting the flashes of light, and yeah. he was the director of photography for Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, cool. And he was picked for that movie because of Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very good, um, and it's specifically when she leaves at the end, um, oh, and yeah, how they, beautiful they, they make the the forest look at that at that moment. It's it's good. Yeah. All right. This next one's your wheelhouse, Jim. So we'll let you start out. Uh, best soundtrack. I've put soundtrack slash score. And I yeah. thought this one was kind of interesting. Do you pick based on the music that was in it? Or yeah. do you pay, pick it based on the way the role music plays in the film? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cop out to pick the the if they use um, music in the film. Like if I had to do that, I would pick Hit and Run because they Dak Shepard just <laughs> – for my great, he had some great song yeah there's some great song choices there that fit and are either ironic in the moment or are just awesome like a car chase scene to i'll always say it to voodoo child is like amazing um but that to me is not like the that score, was just a song they picked right and, and great and it's it's sort of uh for me the score is more important right and so like i had to go with inception because that the the orchestration and that sound when things are changing in the uh, in the dream are ju- it just insane it, and it's very reminiscent of what was it uh, War of the Worlds with Tom yes. Cruise yeah. that sound that the that the the aliens made um, and it's orchestral I think um, it is well, it's Hans Zimmer I'm Zimmer score who's yeah. fantastic yeah um, and it's just that well I still as as I said at the time I thought the track time uh-huh. is one of the better originally written songs um like or you know there's no vocals in it at right, all right, it's right. all just music it's fantastic yeah. uh katie what about you what did you have i i put two separate <coughs> winners for this category so i had a uh, best score went to harry potter uh, um, am I correct that that is John Williams? Is yeah, that John? absolutely. Yeah. He, yeah. he just deserves like a Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. for being in the most movies we've done. He yeah. did four of the films that we've done this year. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's an incredible score. You know, I think I, I don't know. You can listen to that score just as its own mm-hmm. like beautiful piece of music, you know, and, separate from the movie. And I do. I say, Alexa, play Harry Potter yeah. and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yep, and, it's fantastic. And it's right there in the kitchen playing. Yep. It's well, on I, Amazon Music. Amazon sponsor us. And just, <laughs> just to give John Williams some credit, his for the amount of movies he's done, um, it's pretty crazy that you can put on a John Williams score and, and, and kind of guess what movie it came from. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're iconic. I mean, yeah. they they. they You're never going to hear anything from Star Wars and go. Oh, is that Harry Potter? Yep. Or is that... I mean, to the point that, like, my students, when I'm playing it in class, they can identify, oh, this is from that scene. Yeah. Like, it, it's that memorable for them. Um, that they can identify it to the moment. Yeah, and I have no musical ability, but I find it fascinating that he has the ability to not steal from himself yeah. when mm-hmm. he does these other movies. Yeah, it's amazing. Which, I mean, he like, he really is able... You know, I feel like a lot of musicians when they do things are are similar versions of what they've done before and he's not like that at all you're right you can immediately identify the genre the film all Mm -hmm. of that which is kind of crazy and then best soundtrack went to the big lebowski Oh, that's so, so good. Yeah. yeah. It is. The Big Lebowski. You know, we've, we've, Jim and I talk a lot about, like, the role of music in film and, um, you know, like, does it does it heighten the scene, which I think Love Actually is one of my I have that favorite. soundtrack. Yeah. I, like, again, the use of music to elevate the moment. Um, and I think that that happens in The my, Big Lebowski. You, my favorite is Garden State, by the way. Yes. Also fantastic, oh, but not on the one. list. <laughs> yeah. Not on the list. Uh, but not on the list. But very good. We didn't okay, do that okay. one. Uh, I went with The Shining. Uh-huh. Because I'm not sure there was any film that we watched on the show this year where the score itself was as important to the message that was trying to be conveyed mm-hmm. as that. I, I think just from the – and that's almost a cop-out because there was no real music written. He, Stanley Kubrick used all previously recorded uh-huh. tracks, which is what he basically always does. Mm. Um, so I think I would have picked – like, Jim, I think I would have gone with Hans Zimmer um, for, like, if m- mu- the music written for it. Right. Uh, and, and, and individually, uh, John Williams, though. Because yeah. I, I think the Jurassic Park one mm-hmm. is great. The Harry Potter one's great. And the Indiana Jones one is easily probably one of the best. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't even done Star Wars yet. Right. I mean, you get it Star Wars where he does that. Uh, all right. So that's best soundtrack. Uh, here we go. The big one. The one that, you know, the people involved in the making of these films, I'm sure, are sitting there and saying, oh, my God, uh, we're their favorite film. They're starting another, to like another yeah. accolade, another if, accolade, the most important one, probably. If we uh, could, we'd Skype this. to them in their home and they'd be yes. sitting there like uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, am I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Am I gonna I, win? They couldn't and be I here will, to accept the award. I will say this. Uh, the winner of the award, uh, if they come on the program, can have Katie's mink coat. Oh, yeah. So if you're willing to come on our show, if you win anybody associated with the films that win, uh, you I can. Think that's it. very fair. Very fair. I think that's fair. All right, Katie, you uh, go right. first. Okay. Katie, you go first. Um, What's your favorite? So, favorite film for me, I think, it had a little bit to do with, like, uh, expectations for me personally, but it went to Creed. I loved that movie. Ow. I loved it. Loved it. And I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. So. Really? You, you were expecting a bad night. Well, no. You know how I feel about Michael B. Jordan. But it was a sports movie, so you know. I oh, that's like, the, that, how much of a sports movie it is. Well, if you and that's that's the, the thing about Rocky. <clears throat> Rocky one and Creed specifically are not very big in the sports side. I can't say that. Where I the rest of the Rockies movies. kind of are. Sorry. Yeah, Rocky Rocky Creed. one and Creed are not about the fights. No, I but know the that. rest of the the but rest like, of the Rocky movies the are about. The synopsis is going to be like it's about a boxer, right? Right, right. So right. sports. Right. Anyway, it was fantastic. I it is it. a good, great Excellent. movie. Listen, I did not expect that one. I too loved Creed. Yeah, and, and I was I was. 
that might be the film I was most happy uh, that I never probably would have watched if we hadn't done this show. Yeah, right. And so I was thrilled about that because I probably would not have watched Creed because I felt that it was just a knockoff of Rocky trying to exploit it. And I absolutely loved it. So, Katie, yeah. I think great choice. Thank um, you, I'm surprised you didn't pick Shape of Water. I loved Shape of Water. Yeah. You know I loved Shape of Water. But I felt like I was going to put Shape of Water and The Shining for all of the categories, and I didn't want to do that. So, I, Katie, just quickly, I was surprised when I was looking back how many I picked of The Shining as well. Yeah. 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 And, and I liked it at the time, but I, like, rewatching it for this has made me love it even more than it, I had the first time I watched it. I think it really watching watching The Shining with like a critical eye has sort of ruined it for me. Really? Meaning, it's like the reverse. Right, but it's like it's like I I I don't find it scary at all. Mm. I'm just like, "Oh, that's cool. How they did that is cool." Oh, that's really cool. But that that ties into the fact that I am I am finding that doing this show at points is ruining how I watch movies. Yeah, because I'm sitting there watching it to like I watched Mission Impossible Fallout for the 18th time uh, the other night. And I was glad not to be sitting there with my iPhone notes open, uh, taking notes on it. I'm like. I'm just going to watch it. Now I'm watching it, trying to figure out, well, how would I talk about this? Deep, deep knowledge from Tom Venditti in chat says that uh, he's that John Williams has admitted that he's never watched a Star Wars movie. I I actually believe that because, you know what? A lot of these screenwriters, these composers, they give them like uh, I don't know if it's him or Hans Zimmer. One of them doesn't even want to read the screenplay. I think it's Hans Zimmer when he was doing Inception, uh, not Inception. Um, damn it. Uh, what Interstellar? Oh, so good. Yeah, we have to do that one. So that like Christopher Nolan wrote one sentence on a slip of paper and gave it to Hans Zimmer. And that was how he wrote the score. That's on crazy. a slip of paper, like not even in that. an email or a tweet. No, no, no. no. He how did, you no. Do that. Literally, like wrote it on a slip and like yes. ripped it off. And I think that, I think he had to burn the paper after he read the sentence. Yeah. Did they? Because oh, Christopher like this, Nolan's this like insane because everybody's gonna like wants to spoil his stuff. Yeah. But I I would believe if Tom says that, I absolutely believe it. Some hmm. of these guys they don't want to know anything about the movie. Very yeah. They want to know what the theme or the ideal is, and then they just go write it. <laughs> Well, how about that? All right. Who's next? Last me or one. you, Brian? Uh, least. I don't, Maybe I you're least likely to watch. You want me to go? No, oh, no. Oh, we oh, didn't oh, do oh. favorite film yet. I'm so sorry. Favorite film. I got distracted. Uh, my favorite film, unsurprisingly, is probably one of my favorite films of all time. The Big Lebowski. There's something yeah. about Mary. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, something about Mary is a good movie. <laughs> it's uh, not a good movie. <laughs> uh, I just love The Big Lebowski. And, and it's it, it, it probably is not the best film that we watched. And mm-hmm. I'm freely willing to admit that. But it is the film. I asked myself, what is the film of all the films we've done so far that I would watch at least once a year? Oh, yeah. I can watch The Big Lebowski at least once a year. Yeah. And have the same amount of joy that I've gotten for 100%. Over, I'm proud of you, over, Brian. Over, over 20 years. You're voting with yeah. your heart. Yeah. Like yeah. It. Now, and, listen, there's some other of these films that I would certainly watch again and again and again. But if, if you said you can only if you can only ever watch one movie again. You know, you have to get to watch it one more time, and that's it. It's the last movie you're ever going to see. I would pick that movie to watch. All right. And it's and it's not just the film. I think it's probably the emotional attachments I have uh, to watching the film with people and when we watched it and yep. all that stuff. But 
that yeah. would be my choice. Uh, and similar, I, I was I picked my movie in a similar fashion. Uh, I picked Indiana Jones um, because it's probably the movie I've seen the most, and I still enjoyed it more. Or, you know, at the same level, if not more, when we watched it recently. Um, and again, could watch it once a year and still love uh, pretty much everything about it. <laughs> well, you've been performing it. It's, it's true. It's in your, it's it in is, your blood. It it's is, in your it blood. Is. We should have a reboot. I told you, I think that we should be shooting short films of us reenacting sequences. Well, someone this. already did Jim's all of does this. Someone no, already no. did Indiana I, Jones. I, I, yeah, yeah, but it won't be as good as if we did it. Sure. I think we should do it. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. How about this? Uh, again, we talked about this at the very beginning of this process. Uh, the title for this is not the film we like least, but the film we're least likely to rewatch. Which of the films that we watched uh, are you least likely to rewatch? Uh, Katie, what are you? Yeah. What is? Which one are you least likely to rewatch? Okay. So my initial reaction was Jurassic Park, but then I remembered that I am a mom, and I figured at some point in our parenting, there's probably going to be a watching of this movie. Um, but the movie that I don't want my kids to ever see is There's Something About Mary. So I'm going with There's Something About Mary. <sighs> All right. Yep. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, the film I'm least likely to rewatch is The Shape of Water. Oh, man, Brian. So I, I, good. Listen, no, but I'm not saying I didn't like it. And obviously, I think it, it is the only best picture winner that we watched. So I, clearly I'm wrong in this vein. Uh, I liked it. I thought I thought the performances were great. I just don't need to watch it again. Yeah. You I feel that way that now. I feel you that way about Inception. Again. Like, honestly, when I told you, we, when we watched Inception... That was the first time I had seen it since the theater. I know. Because I feel like when you watch those two, those movies, you you literally have to be invested. Like, Yeah, I feel like yeah. I still didn't understand Inception because I was only half yeah, paying attention right. to it. Yeah. Uh, but I did not pick Inception. I picked no. There's Something About Mary. Mm -hmm. Because I will never be invested in that movie, even oh. if it... <laughs> I hate so, that movie. So, so sad. I hate it. And it's, it's not so good. It, it is funny. It should be it should be put it on the trash. No, and actually I figured out what I don't like about it. I was listening to Jason Biggs on the Dak Shepherd podcast, and they were talking about American Pie. Which if you just look at American Pie and something about Mary, you're like, oh, these are two very similar movies mm -hmm. and they they have a similar tone. Of like ridiculous comedy um, The difference is That the characters in American Pie Are High school students mm -hmm. And the characters in Something About Mary Are grown adults That are absolutely despicable With no chance of redemption the fact that you're watching something about Mary and worrying about redemption—that's—I <laughs> that, think that's Brad, my but we're only to this point in life where it's like it's hard to just watch something with your like amphibian brain anymore. Yeah, like we're too no, evolved. But, but that's what you have to watch. That you can't. I will say, but I will say this: I, I do. Uh, if I had a choice between American Pie and something about Mary, I'd, I'd watch American Pie. Yes. yes. And I'd watch American Pie 2. I'd watch American <laughs> Pie and American Pie 2 first. Yes. And not American Pie. Jason Biggs' dad, Eugene uh, Levy. American every time. Wedding. Wins every time. No. I would not. Though, do you remember when we saw American Pie 2, Jim? We, were, we went golfing with Donnie at Donnie's club uh, Dear Lord. before. No. And, and I, I think it was either. I can't. One of us kept hitting the ball into the valley. It was probably me. And then. <laughs> and then. 
Donnie's like, we got to finish 18 holes. And Dave told him to F off. We had to go watch American Pie 2. And we left him on, like while he kept playing <laughs> uh, on the thing. Uh, all right. So that's 2018 films. Yeah. Feel free if you watched any of them to comment, call us idiots, call us fools, uh, watch them. Uh, next year, I think we'll be even tougher uh, because we'll have a full year of films Right. Uh, to watch. Mm -hmm. uh, but now it is time to go spanning the globe. Special episode here. We have two instant reactions um, coming at you right now. First, <laughs> first, I am terrified of. Ryan, I can't believe you I made am, me watch that. I, no, 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 no. Well, well no, well, about, say what it is for our listeners. I am, I am talking about Jordan Peele's Us. Ryan? I don't know if you know the story of Jim making me go on um, the log flume ride at Walt Disney World. I'm having a very similar reaction to you making me watch that trailer, which is that I, first of all, I might I not wanted... ever sleep with either of you no, again. No, no, no. Well, you never slept with me. I'm sorry. You're right. But... I never did. <laughs> to make this that very never clear happened. To that never happens. Uh, I'm so sorry. That trailer was your husband's idea. Jim DeSanto. I saw that shit you on You tried to blame Brian for that. I freaked out. I, I said Brian wanted to watch it for the podcast. He so said, you Brian, Brian is making you watch saying, this. We have got to do this. I Terrifying. don't want to see this movie ever. Ever. Everyone listening should go know. right I now. I cannot no, scrub my you, eyeballs of it. No, let me tell you something right now. There's only going to be one person ever doing an episode on this movie because there is no chance nope. I am watching well, this. Jim we'll have to bring on Aaron. Aaron, 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 Aaron likes can go see this movie I and they can do the movie. podcast and yep. Brian and I will watch the Care Bears. Aaron, I would go with Aaron to see Scary Movies. Now, for everyone listening, ever. yeah, the movie Us, go to, go to YouTube and check it. out the trailer Don't for Us. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, it is Jordan Peele's follow-up to Get Out, and and it is holy have, crap, a thousand times more terrifying than Get Out. I have never been so terrified. <laughs> I can't stop seeing it. Of a movie in my life. Really? <sighs> uh, that film, to me. Mm -mm. I, I can't even begin. I what was it on? It was I was what was it Christmas Day with the NBA for some know. reason because I oh because I was watching NBA on Christmas Day. Brian. No no no, but it came on because <laughs> I don't I would was... not have watched the trailer for this. My point is it came on and Terrifying. I was like, what is this? I need more wine. And I was now like, that we're talking oh, about this, I have to go get wine. Is that all right? Oh, that's I'm fine. Go. go get more I, wine, Katie. Do you need anything I, else? I am no. terrified of this film. Yeah, it, it, it looks scary. It, but By again, way, it looks like a great movie, though. No, no, no. I'm not going to say it's not. In fact, I have to say it might be one of the best trailers I've ever seen cut. Yeah, it, it, it that, was that trailer. I don't know what this I don't know what this movie is. I don't want to see it, but I think it looks brilliant. But I, and I I'm, think, uh, I think I'm worried Jordan they showed Peele, a little too much. I don't know, though. That's the thing. I, I I will not see this film, but my God, I am impressed with the visuals. I'm impressed with everything about it. Won't watch it. My guess is like three not quarters of the way through. To watch it because it will make a fortune. Yeah, but. I guess uh, my guess is that three quarters of the way through, there's a turn. Uh, there's a 
There's something happens like in Get Out you where you're have... like, oh. Well, you can let us all you, know, Jim. Can I ask a question to you, Jim? Yeah. Do you have a concern Jordan Peele turns into the next <clears throat> M. Night Shyamalan? No. Well, I hope he does. I don't know. I mean, with the, you know, with like where it has to be dependent on this. No, because I honestly, uh, Get Out didn't have a twist in the way that M. Night does. They're more slow yeah. well, and they're more discovery based yeah, rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. like you rather see than coming. shocking. Like he he creates that so that you, like you know it's there the whole time. You're just trying to figure out what's the thing versus M. Night. It's like I had no idea. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. it's just a it's a he, different. He's not trying to trick you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So, Which was M. Night's biggest problem, probably. He painted himself into a corner where yeah. he had people felt he had to trick them. Yeah, but Split was excellent. No, I know. I'm, just I'm saying. so excited so, for Glass. So, so Glass, yeah. Yes, that's great. Um, uh, now, All right, here we go. second instant reaction is even more terrifying. It's more terrifying on a real level. I disagree. Uh, I will watch I, this. I asked Katie and Jim. Because I saw this commercial, uh, Aileen and I were watching, of course, our, our one of our favorite shows, Catfish, mm-hmm. on uh, on MTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, this what we're about to talk about came on after a commercial I was very excited about the new uh, season of Siesta Key uh, coming up soon. Uh, if you had not watched Siesta Key, go back on and watch. Uh, a little show that we're all going to watch starting January 16th called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. I, I am 100% watching this show. We don't uh, even get this, a MTV, so we I don't are going to find a way. I will watch don't it worry, at the Katie, gym. I'm going to be going to the gym every day. I will, I will make sure that you can watch. I will mm-hmm. get you access to this program. This looks like a NASCAR crash when every car in the race somehow ends up in Jim's can crusher that Katie got him for Christmas. I am emotionally that invested in this, this show, show already. Already. Lindsay is- talking about her her life in the limelight and her desire to be an entrepreneur and open a beach club. I'm in. I am 100% in. I want her this- to be successful. I want her to look less old in the next five she, years. She looks like she might be 50 years old. She looks like life has been hard on her face. Yeah. Uh, I I think that this program is going to I'm going to watch the first episode and that's all I'll ever need to say. But I think the first episode alone would give us a year's worth of material. Probably. I'm just getting sad. I'm just getting sad hearing this. You're sad that I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm sad. You want to watch it. I'm sad. Brian, I'm sad. Anybody wants to watch it. Uh, I I'm sorry that you're sad. Real, I don't I don't this is reality television. There's a sloth I don't, here that'll I make you feel better. Yes. Maybe the sloth would be in the show. Looks fantastic. Listen, I'm, I'm so excited about the show. Lindsay Lohan's career is not so high that she might not come on this program to promote Lindsay Lohan. This is very Lohan's. true. I would take her left-hand man, too. I'm sure he would be very interesting on the show. I will wear a Lindsay Lohan Beach Club t-shirt. Can we go to a, Greece? Uh I'm not sure they have that kind of budget. No, I I'm very I'm very questioning uh, this program, but that's fine. Call up Dina. That's, I'm sure Dina has money. D- I think Dina will uh, get us there. MTV will will get on that. All right. All so right. those are our two instant reactions. Uh, now we're going to program uh, top. Uh, looking ahead, uh, hmm. forecasting here, 2019 is. Uh, Almost upon us. Quickly, what are you? Uh, what are New Year's plans? Anything exciting? What are the DeSantos uh, up to for New Year's Eve? Yeah, we do the family-friendly New Year's. We mm-hmm. we go to uh, college friends 
house in Long Island. The kids have uh, their countdown around 9 p.m., and then the adults tried to stay up until midnight. And that's Which, uh, well, the extent I think of our New Year's. This year, you could just listen to some of your favorite Com Majors episodes. There you go. Count you it think down. That'll count keep it down. us awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, count it down. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty exciting. We are uh, up here in uh, the Costello household. We are going to Thomas the Train World land oh, wow. uh, tomorrow. Uh, very exciting. Then we are going to get some highly overpriced Chinese food mm-hmm. uh, and purchase that. And then, in a sign of pure love, after 15 years together, Aileen actually volunteered to potentially watch uh, Mission Impossible. I love the potential. Potentially. <laughs> she said it, and I think she immediately... It's definitely happening, potentially. <laughs> she, she, imme- I, she said it, and I she think she immediately... immediately the possibility. Immediately regretted it. Immediately Aileen, are you still it. watching? Can we get a yay or nay on this? I, it's funny. <laughs> as, I think you... Have you ever seen it? Regret- I think you would like that movie a lot. Yeah, I, I did. You, the Red Ball. The, Isn't that the Red Ball? No, that's that's Minority Report. No, 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 the no, Red, no. Ball. The, <laughs> Red Ball. Red Ball. No, that's a ball gag. Yeah, no, that's... Here, yeah. No, that's either <laughs> Pulp Fiction or Minority Report, the Red Ball. No, you're, you're wearing an outfit straight out of uh, Eyes Wide Shut for tonight's program. I think I've seen it. Aileen said in chat, did I? You did. Question mark. And don't worry, I, this I recorded. This is not it. happening. And then she realized, what did I just say? And she's it's like, oh, potentially wait, never, but God. might happen. We, we, she's amazing. like, oh wait, we usually watch a comedy on New Year's. We can't do yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, oh, Aileen, uh, or maybe you. we'll watch Taylor Swift's live concert okay. dropping on Netflix uh, tomorrow. Or What's... we could watch uh, Springsteen on uh, Broadway, which neither oh, of us. It's so good. It's so good. Or Mike Birbiglia. Which also, would be awesome. also fantastic. Yep. Uh, okay, let's quickly talk about here uh, the top three things we are looking forward uh, to in 2019, and mm-hmm. we will uh, be talking about all these things on the show uh, through the next year. But Katie, why don't you start? What are some things you are really excited about? So I have to be up? honest. I listed my three things, and then Jim was like, um, "At least one of them should be like com majors related, like something about entertainment." entertainment. <laughs> and I was oh, like, "I, I, think so. I have nothing." Actually, no, wait, but then. Actually more interested in what you thought was interesting. Oh, sure. I'll tell you that. But then I also then looked up the 2019 movies, and they might be all of my most exciting things for the upcoming year. Because people who listen to us on Spotify, the Apple Podcasts, all the stuff, we we had a a long intro on our Facebook Live that we did, where Katie all of a sudden realized that she could go on (laughs) and research the movies that are coming out. I will will clip it. and put so many there's been a year of okay. more movies that i'm excited about like i will clip clip the the beginning that we recorded and put it at the end of the episode i have to be honest usually what happens for katie unless jim tells me a movie is coming out is that a movie comes out and then i see it no, publicized and, and no. i see you talk about it and i'm like oh they made this into it's a out movie of the theater by the and time then you it's out of the theater it. now i have the whole list of like these are all of the things I'm gonna ready. want to go to the movies every month. Okay, so here are my things. Yep. Um, number one thing I'm excited about is the first impeachment since Nixon. I mean, Bill Clinton, but whatever. Impeachment. Well, actually, I'm Bill most Clinton excited. Was, Bill Clinton was impeached, and Richard Nixon was not impeached. Oh, damn just, it. just from a historical whatever. point, there's only been so, two U.S. Thank, presidents impeached. Thank you, thank you, history teacher. <laughs> I forgot that fact. Number two, 
Uh, Girls Road Trip 2019 is shaping Ooh, where up is it this swimmingly. Year? We're going south. I'm taking the girls to Baltimore. Lori Carino, you don't know that yet. We're coming to you. Uh, D.C. We're going to Richmond, Virginia to visit Aaron Curran. And then we are making our way to the Outer Banks. So it will be the longest time we've spent on the road. Pray for me. Uh, but it, it's exciting. Eva can't even handle 20 minutes on the highway to Plymouth meeting these days. But we're, we're going to drive. We're going to take it, the will long there be drive. a T-shirt? Will there be a Oh, 100%, yes. 100%. Ah, awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, so, out of all of the movies that are coming out in 2019, I I wrote down Toy Story 4 as the one I'm most excited about, but yes. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's valid now that I've seen all of them. I don't know. I'm you I'm excited excited. about so many People of them. People listen listen to the end of the episode after. Yeah. There's so many can, good you, movies. You can hear the pure joy that yeah. Katie had when she was starting to realize that you can, in fact, research films. Oh my gosh. Uh, Katie, I got a little secret. If you go on IMDb and look up your favorite actors, they can give you projects two to three years Stop it right down now. the line. Stop that it right now. This is this. Right that's so look, look up, Wait, yeah. look up Michael B. Jordan on IMDb. All right. And All just right. we'll just catch that. All right, oh Jim, why don't we go I while she looks so Yeah. So uh, right me, right for me, um, if you looking at the three things I picked, this could have been like a teenage gym's list, which I guess is pretty appropriate. Uh, so it's the first right in line with what we do on the show. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing I'm excited about is it chapter two. Yeah. Um, you know, continuing the story and finishing uh, what's covered in the novel, and uh, you know, having all those uh, actors kind of. Um, take the roles that were set by the kids in the in the first chapter. I'm now, super do, excited what, about. Do we know what the release date on that is? When is uh, that coming? I don't actually. I, I mean, got you. I got you. I got it. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. There's two. By the way, just uh, an aside to this. There's two films that I am not seeing that we will do this year that I'm very excited about. One, I have not watched it yet, and I know we'll watch it. And the other is Quiet Place. Yeah. And I want to watch both. Okay, and I know talk. Jim loved both. So I'm pretty excited to watch both of those coming um, forward. The second thing I'm excited about is always every fall, my favorite video game, Destiny, has an expansion. So I'll be looking forward to that. Um, and, yeah, nothing more to say about that because that's the geek <laughs> tunnel. Um, I wish I played games. I don't yeah. play games. I don't have a system. And then uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, very excited about that. I want to. I want to see how they tie up this uh, Ray storyline. If they tie it up, I, I'm assuming they're saying that. You know, I, I haven't paid a lot of attention uh, to what's going on out there. So um, my guess is that they're they're putting an end to the Skywalker saga. Well, they said they were. They said that's a. Do you yeah. th quickly? Do you think that if J.J. Abrams somehow mm -hmm. uses what uh, Rain Johnson, Ryan Johnson used? Uh, in the second film, do you think there's a potential that you'll feel better about that film, depending on what J.J. Abrams does with the third film? Wait, say that again. Sorry, Jim was reading and listening at the same time. No, I said, do you think there's a <laughs> chance if J.J. Abrams does a really good job with it uh -huh. that you'll revisit how you feel about The Last Jedi? Oh, do you, you think he has a chance to there, there's a chance no. that he can do that? Or do you think you're you are what you are on that film? I think I am what I am. I, I, I take the good and the bad with that movie. Um, there's a lot of good, but there's just un, some unforgivable stuff in it. By the um, way, his um, his new movie. Remember, we talked about Daniel Craig and everything mm -hmm. was filming in Easton. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, they were right there. Daniel Craig was here. He was there. Um, damn it, all these other people. Oh, uh, Chris Evans, Captain. They were all in town. They're right, right over by the uh, Shoveltown Brewery. Mm. Like the last two weeks, they were filming. I don't know if they went to the Shoveltown Brewery. Oh, we have a, we have a child awake. Oh, all right. I like that. We have a child week. All right. Well, it's okay. Katie can go because I can do mine. Uh, I have uh, three things uh, as well. Uh, From a film perspective, Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. Which I'm I'm slightly concerned about. Oh, really? uh, Because uh, slightly concerned about because I thought Infinity War, I was so excited about it and it was amazing. So I'm fearful that at some point one of these films is really going to disappoint me in a major way. Uh-huh. Uh, but the trailer was unbelievable. So I, I have confidence, but I, the pro- part of the problem is 2018, there were two films that I absolutely could not wait for. And both of them were better than I thought they could be. One of them was infinity war and the other was mission possible fallout. Uh-huh. Like I was waiting, waiting and both of them were better than I hoped for. And I, I'm like, at some point, that usually doesn't happen. Usually you're disappointed by a film. Right, right. Uh, but they both were. Uh, and also, Matthew Betley's uh, Rules of War, uh, my favorite thriller writer, comes out, and he's July 2nd this year. So just in time for 4th of July. Nice. Uh, and they're going to South America this year. Oh. So, uh, which really, for whatever reason, uh, in these books, if you like military thriller, nobody ever goes to South America. Huh. So this is like something completely different. Uh, two, very excited to say that my parents and Aileen's parents were generous enough uh, this year for Christmas to give us a trip to Disney World. Oh, awesome. So that's great. And so we are the Costellos are going to Disney World and I love Disney World. Me too. And I and Claire and Jack are ecstatic uh about disney world uh clear you know so uh i cannot wait for that and my parents are coming for a couple of days so i think it's going to be amazing uh the only thing that's going to be hard is keeping the kids uh calm about it until we actually uh, go yeah um so i'm pretty excited about that and number three i'm pretty damn excited about this i have not purchased tickets for this i don't know when uh the DeSanto girls uh road trip is mm-hmm. but jim this might fall into that time frame that if you can get off from work you can come up uh for this because this is pretty damn exciting uh hootie and the blowfish are back together <laughs> it's hootie and the blowfish on tour with a little group called Bare Naked Ladies opening for them. Uh, August 3rd, uh, I am uh, I am pretty excited about this. I'm not going to lie. I want to go see uh, Bare Naked Ladies and Hootie and the Blowfish, and we're going to party like it's 1996. It's going to be pretty exciting. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll but- get some warm Coors Light like the old days uh, in high school. Uh, that we had, and we'll go from there. I am, but it's not the original Bare Naked Ladies, right? Steven, well, no, because then they kick the, what the singer is. Stephen well, Page was kicked out. Yeah, is he? What? What? Oh, he's still out, right? Didn't he? Get he back has his own solo record, I think. Yeah, I don't know. If he was care. back, I'd be a little more excited for this. Honestly, but like, I was never a big old, Hootie fan. Oh, I see. I like Hootie. So I'm. I think I'm only excited because of the nostalgia angle from it. But I, uh, I love some Hootie and the Blowfish, and I will uh, be excited for that tour. Yeah. I told Aileen I want to go. I don't know if she wants to go, but I will say last night 
uh, I was talking with people. Craig mm-hmm. Goldberg was performing. It was a Craig Goldberg live performance. And some other people I was talking to were there were also excited. Uh, and there was even discussion of having a Com Majors live uh, segment from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah tailgate so maybe we'll do that all right let's go to our fan question of the week here um i actually have two so one in chat megan kinson just said uh can i explain why they don't make a ton of noise in a quiet place would that have been easier is that is that answered in the movie um and i'm gonna say hold that until we do the movie yeah, because otherwise I'll take my headphones off because I have not seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I know, pathetic because I love Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, but I, I'm like really int- – we're going to have to do that movie pretty soon because yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I – there was a whole great article written in Empire Magazine that I had to skip in the end, year-end review mm-hmm. about it. I need – I absolutely need to see it. Yeah. Um, let's do our – our audio question of the week mm-hmm. and this week's audio question of the week comes from my mom all right here we go my question is if you each had the opportunity to hang out with one of your favorite movie characters who would it be all right so which movie character would we like to hang out with <sighs> This is a tough one. Yeah, uh, I was going to say a lot of the movie characters that I love, I would not want to hang out with them. No. Uh, and then originally I was like, should we just do somebody from the films we've watched this year? Uh. Uh, or should we go? Uh, it's it's a great question. It's almost a question you could do a whole episode on in itself. Uh, you know, I thought about one thing. I Younger me like 20 something Brian mm-hmm. I would have loved to have hung out with the guys from old school <laughs> That's like true. Frank Frank the Tank yeah. and uh Vince Vaughn uh-huh. like that like that to me was kind of what our Seville house was like just like yeah. people not in college anymore living a lifestyle that was not conducive uh to productivity or productivity or anything um so that came to my emotional growth (laughs) growth and there was no emotional growth we want to talk about emotion there was absolutely no emotional growth there um so that so that would be one thought i have some others but what what would you what what jumped to your mind when you heard this i immediately thought of like star wars like i would love to be in star wars hanging out with those people um, but then I'm like, you know, probably not, except maybe Yoda, like sitting down with Yoda and chatting with him. Be pretty cool. I I like I started to think about it and we've had this discussion briefly on the show before. Uh-huh. But a lot of the movies we watch and the people like they're horrible people. Yeah. Like yeah. we talked about this when we did the Big Lebowski. I don't want to be spending a single moment with <laughs> anybody. Any yeah. Yeah. Indiana Jones, kind of a dick. Yeah. Right. He's kind of a dick. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, so know what those guys um, maybe feel the dreams. Ray Kinsella. Like, I think maybe. he'd be kind of he seemed like a nice enough guy. Yes. So. Um, he's not really bringing much to the party. He's got a no. baseball field in his backyard. But whatever. yeah, well, I mean, that's I, I can't. I was never much of it. All I could do when I play baseball was bunt. I feel like we're missing a, someone here. There has to be yeah. someone. It's just like. 
Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think what other movies we really, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I have uh, no physical well, ability to be in Mission Impossible. Uh, Harry Potter. Maybe. That's the one, right? Harry Potter's the one. Like, like hang out with him. He's like a wizard. That would be, be kind of down with that. Let me let me say this, Brian. Yule Perkins. Oh, Yule Perkins was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. I feel like he was, he had like a lot of that whole mystic art shit going on. You yeah. Know, he drive he the car. Channeling. I can't, I, I'm, an, I, you know, he could drive us. He was a very skilled driver. Yeah. I, I am, I am sorry that Katie is dealing with um, childcare issues because yeah. I'd be intrigued uh, to hear what she had. This though reminds me of an episode of how did it get made when June and uh, Paul had just had a baby and they, Two had the baby in studio and had to deal with issues. Yeah, so Katie yeah. was uh, fantastic for being on here. So thank you to my mom. Great question. I'm sure there are other ones. We'll probably have to revisit that yeah. um, at some point. Why don't we do recommendations? Yep. Uh, what recommendations do you have uh, for this week? If you happen to travel to Hershey, Pennsylvania, to go to the Hershey, uh, you know, Hershey Park, Hershey and Chocolate World, uh, make sure you make it over to Trogues because they have some amazing beer there that you can only get in uh, their brewery. It's definitely um, an awesome place. And uh, we had some great beer. Katie's coming back. We're getting a... Yes! All right, yeah. here we go. Although she's dressed it appropriately now. Okay. Okay. Listen, I, this has gone longer than we need to. I don't care. Uh, Katie, um, year-end special, a couple things here. Okay. We, know, we need to know, question from a fan, my mom's question was, any movie character you could hang out with, yes. who would it be? Shoot, I thought about this. Oh, yeah. So it's totally based on what we've watched recently, but it's Hugh Grant and Love Actually. I just want to be his friend. I just want to I want to dance yes. with him. I, I want to drink beers with him. I, I love him in I movies. I am jealous of you, Grant. I love because him. Because every year we watch Love Actually, Aileen says there's two people she talks about. You know who it is? Hugh Grant and mm. Dean Cain. Those are my comp. Those are my competition. Oh, that's a piece of the puzzle. That I is my competition. Well, if you combine Dean Kane and 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 you Grant, you get Brian Costello. No. So shut up, Katie. Hugh Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant and Brian. Hugh Grant and Dean Kane What I had a baby. D- I see the Dean Kane. And left it by Hugh Yankees Grant. or by the Met Stadium. It'd be yeah, Brian Costello. It's not. Yeah. No. No. It's really, though, ultimately what I like to think about, it's pretty low competition. You know, it's not That's like... That's kind of scarier. Yeah. Oh, I know. She's got a shot with those guys, dude. I'm not... Now, here's what I find listen, interesting. You Grant is pretty filthy rich. Dean Kane is definitely... Again, the last time we talked about Tom Arnold on Hit and Run, the last time we talked about him was fighting yeah. with Dean Kane in the green room. Last time we talked about Green Dean Kane was fighting with it, but Dean Kane wasn't in Hit and Run. So we have the least going on there. I feel like Tom. Dean Kane. First of all, what has Dean Kane done in the past fifteen years? I feel like his alter ego is like some sort of a like Protestant Christian pastor. Like he seems very like Kirk Cameron, very well rounded sort know. of. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's out Hugh there. And then Hugh Grant. I, I like to see this as a spectrum for Aileen, mm-hmm. right? In terms of like moral and uh, sexual ethics so 
She's gonna love that. <laughs> Dean King this, this is like this conversation has really gone He off the is rails. the like hand holding, <laughs> like come over to dinner with the folks. Yeah, that's you, him. You, and then Hugh yeah. Grant and is that's like where a love guy begins. you don't tell your folks. And that's where, you yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's oh, you missed it though, Katie. I, yeah. I did say, and I thought you would appreciate this. I think you're going to be on your girls' road trip, mm-hmm. August third. I'm going Hootie and the Blowfish with Bare Naked Ladies opening for them. Where is this? Right by me. Oh, that's and fantastic. I want my to come there. That's for fantastic. Road trip. I that's think Jim fantastic. should come if you're if you guys you are on your road that. trip. Jim should yep. come here. Yeah. Yep. People want to. We could do Com Majors live. We, love we could Hootie. get one of the Blowfish, mm-hmm. not Hootie. I don't. We, we, no. we could not get Hootie, but maybe we well, could get a Blowfish. You might be maybe. able to get Darius. I feel like you no, might get Darius. He's, he's pretty famous. Uh, All right. Do you have a, Do you have any recommendations, Katie? Uh, in just in general, in life, like life it, recommendations. Yeah, just no uh, recommendations uh, mm. for drinks. You know what we drinks? Do? Uh, if you're yeah. in New York, go to. Mike Birbiglia. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. This, is this? I was just in mom mode, so I just need a yeah. minute. To... You have like a okay. couple a couple weeks. Left. Mike Birbiglia, absolutely. Go go to that. Watch Bruce on Netflix. Do that. Um, also, just you know, mindfulness. I've been using the Headspace app, which I oh, really, I've used that before as I well. It's fantastic. Love it. I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's really good stuff. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Um, all right. That's all I got. All right. I have a recommendation, and I also have a, an apology because the Katie having to leave threw me off. We didn't do five questions, so oh. we're going to have to do that after recommendations because she's back. Uh, my Thank recommendations you. quickly. Goose Island was delicious. The uh, Bourbon County, you can find it in uh, isolated locations. Also, see The Favorite. Uh, Olivia Coleman, Emma Stone, uh, Rachel Wise, amazing. It's in uh, select locations right now. Could be best picture of the year. Mm-hmm. Rachel Wise, like, we were just talking about her. Yeah, awesome. Abs- I mean, Aileen and I both loved it. Highly recommend it. Thought it was fantastic. Uh, all right, quickly here, Shape of Water. Both of you can play this, and it's like answer the question immediately. Broken, Ooh. masturbation, Ooh. shape of water, timer. Okay. Here we go. Five questions. All right. Thumbs up, thumbs down, 2018. I, thumb you sideways to, for me. Stop with your thumb sideways. Up or down? Uh, up. All I'll right, say up for me. Up or down? Well, my struggle is like personally, like DeSanto family, thumbs up. Yes, like the world it. and the United States, well, thumbs down. So... You don't run the world, so you have to do that. All right. Uh, question number two. Would you rather relive the year 1998 or the year 2018? Brian, do you want me to answer this honestly or yes. um, in a way yes. that will save? No, no, no. I'm lives. serious. No, no. OK, so here's my question about this question. Can I like pause life, go back Yes, live you just have to, it's just year. like, if you got to live one year And then again. just, like, return, 1998, 100%, 1998. I would relive, 19, I would relive 2018. That's sweet of you. Well, 1998 was a rough year for me. Oh, 1998 was a great year for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was the end of high school and the beginning of college. Like, Same 1998 thing. was a stellar year. It was year. the the second yes, half you, of yes, my yes, freshman you, year, and I yes. missed my freshman, yes. second half, oh, yeah. first half of my yeah, sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. Though Katie and I in 1998 used to, I knew how to record things on my VCR because I was a comm major. And we used to, when I first met her, watch taped episodes Mm -hmm. of Homicide, Life on the Street, and Law and Order. And that was before Katie even knew Jim. 
Right. It's a hundred percent true. I, I mean, it was the most beautiful relationship I may have ever had with someone. Yeah. Just like we just—that's what we did. It's yeah. twice a week. We got to watch Law and Order, and we have to watch. And then they had the Law and Order Homicide crossover episodes. It was like our some of the best. I was hey. just talking about this, Brian. People were talking about like watching One Tree Hill and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, I remember other folks doing that. And then I would go over to Hafey and watch Homicide Life on the Street. One Tree Hill didn't come out until after college, uh, right? Dawson's Creek. Da- Dawson. No, Dawson's, uh, Creek. Dawson's Creek. Dawson's and the, Creek. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep, Sorry. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Fill in the blank question. Okay. 2018 should be known as the year of the. Mm. Can I go? I thought about this. The trip play on words. So for us, we took a lot of trips. And again, because I feel like I have to keep <laughs> like uh, holding in this time and space what 2018 is. It also feels like an acid trip. Like that's the only way to describe what's happening in the I United States. I have never States. had an acid trip. so I'll have I haven't either, but that's what I'm <laughs> imagining. I'm going to say it is known as the year of the comm major. Oh. There we go. Oh, okay. Where we are finding our important our importance in this society and... It, maybe it is to just make podcasts, and maybe it is to just, uh, you know, but we're, right. we're important people. I think so. I, I, yeah. I think right. that. I do. I agree with that. All right. Here we go. Question four with split question. Jim, favorite bourbon of 2018? Mm. Katie, favorite One Hope wine? I was actually going to say I have a favorite bourbon of 2018. Okay, that's okay. fine. Go with it. Mine is Town Branch, which we Town discovered Branch. in Nashville, and I, it, it introduced me to the world of, like, sippable bourbon. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm understanding that now. And for me, it would be Stag Junior. All right, it's uh, yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. One Hope wine plug, though, Katie. Give us oh. a One Hope wine plug. Uh, the, my favorite wine right now, always, is the Petite Syrah. Two thousand, yeah, I think it's the two thousand seventeen now. To P- Petite Syrah, it's just fantastic. It's so delicious. When did you have that again? I may have had a bottle recently. Where it's a special? It's a special occasion. All I right. Took, well, I make took sure. It to a special I, Wine tasting right. that you weren't at. I'm sorry. I love you. Just make sure if you like wine, you have to get One Hope wine and you have to get it from Katie. So especially if you're people up here in the Massachusetts area who listen to the show. That would have been a good Christmas Katie. gift. You can follow. It would yeah. have been a good Christmas gift, Jim. All right. Huh. You can follow. Make sure you follow Katie. <laughs> you can get her off our Major site, uh, our One Hope wine. Get your wine from Katie because I don't know of any One Hope people up here. So you should get your One Hope wine. From Katie, I, I would and, also and like to make. Dove, <laughs> yeah. I would like to make a res- rec- recommendation. No, this is post shave bomb, Brian. Oh. And this, I don't use that. Should I be using a post shave bomb? Yes, you definitely should. Well, you know, somebody's turning oh forty God. this year, and this, maybe I could get a post shave bomb. There's a big event coming. This up This is small enough that if I could probably mail it to right, Brian, you. I could probably you put it in envelope. Get you some face, facial care. I might be able to send this by carrier. It's so small, a carrier pigeon. And can fly Listen, in, yeah. Importantly, all right, all right, I do go. have a plug. Are we doing plugs later? Yes, oh. we are. So let me all last right, question because I don't even know all where right. the, the, the time on this episode is. God Holy God. Uh, deep thought question. <laughs> if you had to compare 2018 to a Harry Potter character, mm. which character would it be? Jim DeSanto? I'm going to go with Sirius Black. Ooh. Because... I feel like there's, you know, at least in the beginning of Prisoner of Azkaban, because you don't know, you don't know anything about this guy. He could be, he sounds like the worst person ever, um, you know, but, you know, maybe he's not. I don't All know. Right. I, just the ambiguity of that character, I think. I still don't know what 2018 really was, kind of. 
There you I go. I had a lot good going on and a lot of weird going on. So. Hmm. So about uh, par for the course, Katie. Yeah. Who, yeah. who did you uh, uh, think? I chose 2018 being represented by Dobby the house elf, <laughs> um, a seemingly unimportant character who actually could throw everything off of its hinges um, and wears minimal clothing. All right. I love that. That's fantastic. That's five questions. A couple quick plugs. Uh, We are still looking for investors in (laughs) Pretty Raptor. (laughs) This is all stuff that I will not carry into the 2019 episode, so I'm just trying to get Are you starting a clean slate? I'm starting a clean slate. I actually have been throwing stuff out of the office. Wow. Uh, So Pretty Raptor. And also, of course, Pale Reason. It's terrifying. The boy who lived. Yeah. While I, my wand gently weeps. I can't even. I want to know where you actually got the Nevermind CD. What? Oh, it wasn't a Nevermind CD, he was it? You just that, printed out the. the out actually, to be honest, for for people who have actually watched the show, all I did was use a color printer, and it was actually Claire's two disc Frozen CD. Uh, that is gone. And uh, we'll move on to 2019, where we'll see some crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, some quick plugs here. What do we have? Anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I got some plugs. Yeah, yeah you um, plug. You plug. I uh, mean, I would love because you actually make money on your I do. <laughs> your business. <laughs> you're you're subs- you're probably subsidizing this program. Thank in you, some way. One Hope Havertown, <laughs> for uh, the Christmas season. Yes. Um, I would like to offer this mink coat. <laughs> Listen, maybe somebody from one of those movies will show up and they get first dips. But uh, I will wear that number two. Well, so the the Christmas and Thanksgiving season uh, is bustling, hustling for for wine. But uh, January, not so much. It's a little bit of a slower time. So Katie's offering a half price tasting experience to the first com majors listener to reach out one hope Havertown. Uh, I will, I will come to you as long as you are within a two hour drive. And you get the mint coat. I would honestly say I would love to do a com majors episode that was actually in 2019, a also one hope wine tasting. I if think we that's could a great somehow idea. work it out where you were running a tasting and we I had people it. there and did and recorded a live episode, I would be willing to drive from Boston. This is a great idea to the Philadelphia area. So if somebody wants to do that, you have to give me some advance notice, All but right. I will drive down. Somebody wants to host that. We will do a One Hope Wine Com Majors. We could experience. also ponder this as a Brian's 40th birthday because the DeSantos are going to have to make their way up to Boston for that. So we need to start yeah. planning that. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. But I, I think that would be a fun, uh, very fun episode. Uh, definitely. Um, Jim. Mm-hmm. Plugs, our usual stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you We're are. We're on Spotify now, which we is We are awesome. on Spotify. We are on Spotify. <laughs> um, you can check us out uh, live on Facebook. So follow us at uh, facebook.com slash commajor, C-O-M-M-M-A-J-O-R-S. Uh, you can follow Brian on Twitter. He's always posting interesting stuff about books at B Costello Books, and and you know movie stuff is there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Soldier on TV. 
Uh, and you can follow Com Majors. We also post a lot to our uh, to our Twitter uh, feed and uh, Instagram. Instagram. And I've been trying to do Facebook. I'm hoping to get an intern that can handle oh, yeah, that's yeah. Good. all that for college credit. That's very. Do you remember when we did that in college and we actually found? interns and they actually did shit that we asked them to do yes we did have interns and jamie rogers (laughs) yes and we actually uh we actually had a before websites were big things jamie and beth ran a late night with brian costello fan page fan blog yeah there's fan fiction there was one of the early blogs uh of uh all time Uh, okay next week we are doing because i just basically made jim do it uh and i knew i had bought it for myself for christmas uh my favorite one of my actually probably my favorite movie other than indiana jones and last crusade we're watching the original uh mission impossible film that's exciting the original Uh, like not tom cruise no 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 tom cruise 1996 wasn't there a mission impossible no tv show there was a tv Uh, show uh, of which i've watched and you can watch on amazon prime for free if you have amazon prime um we'll be watching the original mission Uh, impossible film maybe possibly possibly definitely with aileen yeah it may be possibly definitely or probably not are you still listening Mm -hmm. no she is probably asleep at this point because uh, this show has run this has been a long about this has been 45 a long minutes longer than anybody wanted it to, um, <laughs> including the people involved in it. Uh, so we will do that next week. Also, again, quick plug after Mission Impossible. Uh, so Mission Impossible coming up next week. Uh, we are two weeks away from the Patrick Swayze classic Roadhouse. I've never and, seen it. Yep. You're going to love it. I can't wait. I love Patrick you Swayze. You are going to love so. it. Because I think it might have been written for Schuylkill County. Oh. That film could have I been am sure of dropped it. right in Schuylkill County, and it would have been ideally placed. Mm. Uh, and, Patrick Swayze. Um, and then I'm going to let Jim probably pick films for the next six weeks after that. Because I'm not sure my film choices are, are meeting with what his... Uh, That's fine. They're fine. Anybody's, uh, anybody's needs I are. I mean, and Roadhouse, point, point we, Break we are, is... Yeah, yeah. It's about the same. Uh, and then at some point in it's 2019... It's not uh, the same. I have this huge desire to reread prisoner of azkaban so uh we'll, we'll be mm-hmm. we'll be back in the harry potter territory awesome yeah. we're letting it breathe a little bit i think it's a good call we just got a little last... back into book two it's very exciting yeah, i really want to read after doing the last two i really want to read prisoner of azkaban yeah. so yeah. We'll get into that uh guys great as always jim uh i am pretty much going to go on my amazon uh, app right now and buy you a christmas present because i feel so bad <laughs> oh wait I will have something to look get I a new guitar and amplifier some, in the past few to, days. I will have something. Uh, I also I sold an amplifier. Yeah, well, I know that. I will have something delivered. Not so to again, for those just delivered. joining, from my from my immediately immediate family, not even a tie. A 1.6 fluid ounce bottle of face lotion. This is for consumer. Uh, no not resale. for resale, yeah. yeah. Not for resale. A 3.4 fluid ounce bottle of post-shave bomb. And a sloth. A sloth. And a, a can crusher. And, and a can crusher. So. And, and just for you who have been here since the sun rose when this episode started. Yeah. I drank... The entire Bourbon County. Yes, Brian, you still seem very sober. 
end the entire Miller life. Ryan, what's happening? You're talking normal. Yeah, well, well, most of my mispronunciations don't have anything to do with my alcohol consumption, Mm. unfortunately. Interesting. Uh, We will be back next week, Mission Impossible. uh, And everybody have a wonderful New Year's. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Enjoy enjoy time with your sloth. Uh, uh, Katie, good luck with the time trials. For the luge competition, oh, thank we you. hope we hope we make the Olympics. <laughs> yep, it'll be fantastic, dude. We will, uh, I went rock climbing. Oh my god! Next episode. Uh, uh, next, uh, next episode. episode. And next we. Episode. And by the way, stay tuned as we 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 go out. Jim will make sure that you hear Katie's amazement of a little thing called uh, "What the fuck is the internet?" <laughs> yeah, she can look up. She can look up movies and find out what's coming. Up. And we we'll fact s- check where that quote comes from next week. Yeah, we will fact check that next time. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. And now, Katie learns about the internet. There we go. Artemis Fowl? Yes, oh Artemis Fowl. Gosh. I don't even know what that Downton is. Downton App. Artemis, you're going to love Artemis Fowl. Question. You're going to love it for our kids. No, it's a great, uh, it's a great Downton series. Downton Abbey, the movie. I, by the, by the way, people so who are much. watching us live on Facebook, Katie's just realized that you can look up movies that are going to be released <laughs> on your phone. Instead Katie of finding out about them after yeah. they're out of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> mo- mo- most of us have been using a little thing called the Internet to know what films yeah. are coming Wait, out for instead years. Of, instead but of like... I am blown she's, away. She's still right waiting now. for the uh, to I show only, up at the theater and figure I'm out. I'm only what to, to go August. To. I'm only to August, and there's already nine movies I want you to see. You could have looked at the. We could get you on the, our Google Drive. I have a whole list of potential movies for the entire year for us. Movies to do. that are coming out in 2019. Yes, Brian. Yes. There's this thing called Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently, it's a website, and they have a list of movies coming uh, out in 2019 by the by the month. Yes, they do. Zombie Land so, Two. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. You weren't a big fan. Zombie. I liked Zombieland. You liked it. Okay. I did like Zombie. You know. I. You know how I feel about Woody Harrelson. It wasn't as good for me on a second watching. Hmm. There's an origin part. story for the Joker, and it's Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and gosh. Todd Phillips is directing it. The Goldfinch. Stop it right now. All right. Let's do this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's two Tom Hanks movies coming out. This is better out. than any show that we're going to record. Kingsman. Can we just run audio? Another... Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. We just run That's all of my favorite things, Jim. I, uh, what's his name's not even going to be in Kingsman, so. No, it's a World War One. Wicked? Oh. There's not enough time in 2019. Wicked. We're going to the movies all the time. Wicked is overrated. It's going to be excellent. Who's playing her? It uh, doesn't. It doesn't tell us. I thought it was Emily Blunt. I don't know. They don't have a on Rotten Tomatoes. It is not. It's it's an N A. They they don't have anybody listed. You you are aware of what it means if there's a red tomato or a green splatty tomato, right? Mm, I mean, I understand that, like the illusion of the tomato, but um, not that I've like looked at Rotten Tomatoes. All right, all right, all right, all right, folks. We are going to start the podcast for real, like officially. Officially. But are people already listening? Uh, probably not. Okay. It says three people are listening. Yeah. Oh. Well, Come that on. was... Come on, that was That might have been the best two minutes we've done in uh, 18 right. episodes. I right put there. in my piece. I'm done. Good night, all. <laughs>